Filler Up, written by John Upchurch, read by Mike Ness. Now I rejoice in what was suffered for you, and I fill up in my flesh what is still lacking in regard to Christ's afflictions, for the sake of his body, which is the church. I have become its servant by the commission God gave me to present to you the word of God in its fullness, the mystery that has been kept hidden for ages and generations, but is now disclosed to the saints. Colossians 1, 24-26 Right after I got married, I gave up computer software updates and PC troubleshooting for something a bit more down-to-earth, you could say. I needed to work in my new hometown, and since employers weren't tracking me down and forcing jobs on me, I gravitated towards the only available option, construction. With a booming housing market at the time, finding enough to do wasn't a problem. But finding motivation was a problem. Going from a specialized, higher-paying job in computers, where I mostly sat at my desk all day, to cleaning up cinder blocks, wrestling with insulation, and scrubbing windows, that was quite the humbling thing. Honestly, I'd never had to do any real manual labor in my life before that. Yes, I was coddled. The heat and pain and bloodied hands were all new to me. The first few weeks, after a particularly arduous day of gophering around the job sites, I'd come home and crash on the living room floor. My muscles weren't used to the beating they took, and they made sure I knew about it. Slowly, however, with all the wood slinging and nail pounding and putty slapping, things changed. The nights of carpet collapses became less frequent, and my hands didn't split open nearly as often, unless you count the numerous times I stabbed myself with a chisel. In fact, I came to enjoy the process of seeing something come together, seeing a house take shape. My spiritual growth has come in similar fashion, just without the splinters. At first, the failures dragged me down and beat me up. The rejections when I tried to share my newfound faith stung. The transformation cut deep. But as I grew and as God worked in me, something changed. The pain still stings and the transformation still cuts. That never stops. Yet, I began to see the pain as an important part of the overall process. Christ is building something in me and in his church. As humans, we all suffer, but as Christians, we fill up on suffering. Sounds bad, but the point is that instead of us letting the suffering go to waste, God uses it for the good of other believers and our own. He takes the pain and makes it passion, passion that spills out as love for our brothers and sisters. Intersecting Faith and Life We each serve as a breathing example of the gospel played out in real life. Our pain and restoration makes us a family like nothing else can. For further reading, 1 Corinthians 12 and Ephesians 3. Hey listeners, thanks for joining us for the Crosswalk.com devotional podcast. To get all of our episodes straight to your phone during the week, Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. To find more devotional content like this, head over to Crosswalk.com. Our world can feel chaotic and uncertain. 
but we don't have to live enslaved to fear. Christ has promised me and you his peace, and throughout scripture has provided powerful tools and practical steps to help us experience greater freedom. I'm Jennifer Slattery, lead host of the Faith Over Fear podcast, inviting you to join me and my team as together we learn how to starve our fears and feed our faith. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com or wherever you access podcast content.